Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. It is now the time of the show we search the planet, the universe, and Lowe's stores today for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Uh, every once in a while, I like to find something really, really inexpensive. Marcia, you were just saying that you know people don't have as much money as they did several months ago. So I tried to find something that's cheap. And one day, I hope we come out with a battery that lasts, I don't know, 15 years instead of 15 minutes. But mm-hmm. we all need batteries. AA batteries seem to be the most popular size batteries for your remote controls, for, you know, sometimes for your clocks that you hang on the wall, for a multitude of other things. I'm always using AA batteries. Well, Lowe's has a sale today. It's good through July 7th. So that, what is that, Tuesday, 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah, on Tuesday, you can get a Rayovac high-energy alkaline AA battery uh, set 60 batteries for $10.99. They're normally $22 for the same thing. Uh, you know, you can use them in toys and flashlights and wireless uh, mice and so on. Uh, and that's a really, really inexpri- uh, uh, hello, inexpensive price. They actually have a 10-year power guarantee and storage, so you can store the batteries for 10 years and they'll continue to be used. Um, and they're supposedly damagedly tested twice before they ship them. So, again, you can get these if you need them. Just good idea to have them around the house. You know, if there's a power outage, something happens, and you need something for your flashlight, that's always the time that you turn your flashlight on and it doesn't work. So get yourself a box of 10. These are the Rayovac. Uh, 60 Rayovac batteries available at Lowe's. I think they can be shipped to you or you can pick them up in the stores uh, for $10.99 available through July 7th. So go get yourself some batteries and that is our buy of the week. That's a good one. I like when you got cheap ones because so many people who are not lucky enough to have jobs or the word is furloughed we're going to furlough, furlough our employees, right? Yeah, that's a fancy furlough. word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <sighs> hey, here's a shocking story. Facebook admits to sharing too much user data with developers again. I know. What? I know. Yeah. I know. I I am so over Facebook, but, you know, we're on Facebook, and you, you can listen on Computer and Technology Radio, yeah. our uh, tw- uh, Facebook account. We upload the show every week, too. And you can listen to it there, but bottom line, Facebook just, and people don't seem to care. People get into conversations with me on Facebook Messenger, and I said, please, I don't want to have this discussion on here. Right. Either go to email or phone. I don't want any part of this. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So what, what did they do? Well, apparently, again, I mean, this is now the third time. Uh, The social network has been handing out user data to third-party developers after promising they weren't going to do it. Well, that's shocking. You mean they continue to do something they promised they wouldn't? Uh, Apparently, they've discovered that in some instances, apps continue to receive the data that people had previously authorized, even if it appeared that they hadn't used the app in the last 90 days. Uh, They don't know how many people were affected by this, but apparently they estimate 5,000 developers. So multiply that times the number of people that use 5,000 developers' products have carried on collecting information, including users' uh, preferred language, gender, 
uh, long beyond three months of inactivity. They're seeing evidence that this resulted in sharing information that was inconsistent with the permission people gave when they logged in using Facebook. That's wow. And meanwhile, on Twitter, uh, CEO Jack Dorsey is jerking around the users on Twitter. And what did he do, Mark? <laughs> Uh, on Twitter, well, let's see. Twitter offered. <laughs> you talk about the one with the edit button. Is that what we're on? To? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Twitter. This is actually this is pretty funny. Twitter. Uh, apparently, everybody. I guess, Marcia, you know more than anyone else in the world uh, are interested in having an edit button, so you can. Yes, edit your we have all been asking for an edit button for over a decade. <laughs> okay. Well, apparently, what he said was, and now you're going to get it. Uh, maybe. Uh, when everyone wears a mask, he will then put an edit button on Twitter. Now, the question yeah. was, well, how's he going to know if everybody's wearing a mask? You know, so I think it was more tongue in cheek than any, you know, than anything else. But apparently, uh, if you do that, you'll get your edit button. So yet another reason to wear yeah. a mask during the pandemic. Not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, wearing the mask or getting the edit button. <laughs> Well, everybody wearing the mask and getting an edit button. They don't want to give people an edit button. I don't get it. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, so explain um, to me. What, what does that actually mean? You obviously Okay, the point is, let's say there should be like a three-second or four-second delay before what you type in hits. Okay. Because a lot of times I type in something, and there goes off to Twitter – and right. I look at it when I see it in the stream, and I go, crap, I didn't mean, to, you know, or I misspelled something right. that gave it a new meaning or something like that. If I could just tap on it, I mean, five seconds, right? and it would disappear forever, and I could redo it. Yeah. But no, there's no edit button, not like on Facebook where you can make the changes. I was going to say that, though, though, you know, we're knocking Facebook, but they've had that for years when you type something, you know, I'll, I'll type a post on there, and I'll go back and say, oh, God, I didn't mean to, not that I ever say anything I shouldn't, but I spelled it wrong. I did something wrong. You just click a little button. You can remove it. You can edit it. I mean, it's great. But yeah, Twitter, uh, but I think there's a reason. Yeah, what's the reason? Hate, I, I think it's a nefarious reason why okay. Twitter does not. Uh, they want it all out there. They want all your mistakes. They, they want it all. Because once you've typed it in, it's in the system. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it seems kind of silly yeah. to me, frankly, but, but uh, okay. Okay, so yeah. to those of us who have been on Twitter for a long time, now, I got you mm -hmm. on Twitter. You've been on Twitter yeah, for quite a while. I have. I don't use it a lot, frankly, but, yeah, I'm on because you got me on it, and, and I like I, it, and I use it when I want to. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, let me see, according to your Twitter page, you've been on since July 2008. Yeah, yeah, that's so when you, you got me on it's it. It's been right. over 10 years. You've been on oh, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Now, on your Twitter account, you have, uh, oh, it doesn't say, on the mobile app, it would say how many tweets you have. Oh, it's thousands, many thousands. Of I'm tweets. pushing 400,000. I mean, yeah. it's, it's I don't ridiculous. have that many. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Because I'm tweeting all the time. So right. the point is, for those who may have put out something somewhere, somehow, that maybe might not in their best interest be sticking around. Or if you just want to clean up your Twitter stream, here's a really, it's not easy, first of all, to clean up your Twitter stream, you know, to right. delete some of it and you just, okay, what you need to do is archive your tweets 
before you start deleting. And then you go to the settings in Twitter and click more uh, in settings and privacy. Under data and permissions, select your Twitter data. And then next, you'll have a button that says request archive. It's going to take a while, but eventually you'll get an email from Twitter with a giant zip file of your old tweets. And in my case, uh, that's obscene. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, you have a ridiculous amount of tweets, right. But what I can do once I have that and probably drop it in Excel is I can search certain words. Like sometimes I just say thank you to people. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thank thank you. I could go through and then you have them. You know the dates. You know what to search for in your Twitter stream. And you can just start deleting them. Yeah, but pretty idea. much. Or another easy way to do that, easier for me especially, and Deke Bridges, who's been tweeting his heart out forever, and Linda Sherman, um, to delete tweets with specific words, and this would tweet specific words, use Mm -hmm. Twitter advanced search. Just search for any bad word you might be thinking of that you may have used. And this is in the advanced search. You can find it. And you can go through, find those tweets, and just delete it. If you want to try a free service for deleting batches of old tweets at a time, um, there is Tweet Delete. What that does is delete tweets with certain words or tweets that are older than a certain age. Uh, to me, that's too much of a blanket, blanket, you know, blanket thing. Uh, I would rather see what I'm deleting. I want to know what I'm doing. Tweet Delete does will continue to delete tweets after a specific time has passed for a one-time $15 fee. Okay. There's also tweetdeleter.com, but I think the manual way is the best way to do it. Just, hey, we got time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you've cleaned out every room in your house right now and you've gotten that closet uh, where you keep your old gifts, you know, that people give you that you don't want, that you right. can just take them out now and sell them on eBay. Yeah, I'm exactly. pulling out a box this weekend of Christmas ornaments that I have. Wow. In, keep them. I keep them in the boxes. Just a tip, folks. Christmas ornaments are selling like friggin' hotcakes right now on eBay. Everybody's looking forward to Christmas. So get out the ones you're not going to use or you're tired of and that are in good condition, maybe still in the box. Sell them now on, on eBay, and, hey, you can get a bun- get more money than you got coming in right now. Exactly. You know, I just looked. Um, I do. I have almost as many tweets as you. You had 400,000? Yeah. Is that right? I have 5,000. So, but even for me, 5,000 is a lot of tweets. I, you know, uh, I don't know that there's uh, 4,900 people that want to read my tweets or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, there you go. So uh, 5,000 tweets for me. Uh, okay, so we found Microsoft, what, they have a new file recovery tool? Well, you know, oh, we jump into that, okay. Oh, did I um, miss something? Yeah, do you remember back in the old days where you used to um, be able to use, we used the command line, we didn't have yep, Windows, sure. we, and you'd use DEL, star.txt, or DEL, and, and you would delete something by accident that was, oops, Oops. Or you accidentally wiped clean your hard drive. Yeah. And there used to be something 
where you could just go in and save those files? Yeah, sure. But now it's built into Windows 10. Uh, it's called Windows File Recovery. Uh, you can, If you go to the Microsoft Support website, you can find more about Windows File Recovery. But it's got a default mode, which will locate lost files. And it's it will find it if the complete file is still there, you know, if there hasn't been any damage. There's a segment mode that does not require any of the fancy tools. And it'll find pieces of files, and you can find them with name, date, size, type, which I probably wouldn't remember. And there's signature mode, but whatever. I'm going to stick with the default mode. And if you ever accidentally delete a bunch of files and you haven't backed them up, I don't back up to the cloud. I have a hard drive here on my desk where I back up my important stuff. And you can just pull them back. And that's been a long time. And that operates in the command line where we never use that in Windows anymore. It'll take you to a little black screen and you type in text. But it works. All right. Well, that's good to know. That's yeah, a, that's I thought a nice so. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah <laughs> which is probably why we did the story. Uh, yeah, okay, so we talked about you, you've been a big uh, advocate of have have you been prone or have have I been pwned? What is that? Oh, by the way, Linda Sherman's per Lil Miss Perfect. I don't have any tweets I want to delete. Mine are all women. Nah, hey, Linda, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we Just love kidding. you, Linda. Yeah, we love you, Linda. Uh, um, anyway, yeah. I well, think we've all done stupid Good. There was an interesting thing um, about Troy Hunt. The website Have I Been Pwned was developed by Troy Hunt in, what, 2013. And it records all the data breaches. And you can go to the website Have I Been Pwned, have I B-E-E-N-P-W-N-E-D, and put in your email address, and you're going to find what what breach you've been taken advantage of in. And he's been running it. And what I'm here point to tell you is a little bit of history that he's been doing this as a one-man band for years. And it's a big deal. <laughs> um, yes. He put up the site for sale, but he still is back where he started. And he's got a 10 billion milestone mark of breaches and people and all this stuff. I mean, 10 billion people who've been breached. Mm -hmm. And now he has another one. And it came after the Adobe breach, which, which was the mother of all breaches, as Hunt described it, which was 150 million user accounts. Yikes. He obtains copies of the data and the whole thing. So first of all, Check your email address at Have I Been Pwned. But he's done another thing which I thought was very cool. Um, I know none of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah, what are you right. going to say next? Because right. I do it. You know, repeat passwords. Right. You know, I wear size six shoes. It's a password, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but, right? Yeah. So he has made a trove of pwned passwords. And you go to haveibeenpwned.com slash passwords. You can type in 
passwords that were in data breaches and see if your grandma's birthday and your grandma's name has been stolen and is in the hands of bad people. Ooh. Uh, that's a yeah. brilliant idea, huh? Brilliant yeah, I, idea. I never, never use the same one. I use 1234 and then I use 4231. And four three two one, I guess, right? Four three two one. So I, I mix it up as much as possible. You I know, see. but to make sure that everybody can see it in case they can't get into my computer, I leave a little sticky on my computer with the word password right. and the number. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, right. That's, that, yeah, that's a good way to do that. You st- leave uh, the sticky on the screen because that's that's. Well, yeah, because you, you, right? you, yeah. you don't want people having to search through your drawers to find your password. Just leave it on the screen. You know. Exactly. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, exactly. Okay. So, stream, but I think you know, this we, is great. And Troy Hunt. I mean, he's with Google. He's a smart guy. He's a sec- security expert. And God bless you, Troy Hunt, for continuing to do this for all of us. We appreciate it. Uh, exactly. So, um, all right. Well, so we've talked about uh, a lot of streaming services, and you know, what what are the best ones to use, and you know, going forward, what we should do. And I have tested, for the most part, a lot of them. Fortunately, a lot of these services allow you to share, you know, like Netflix, you can have up to X number of users, and certain ones do that. So my son and I are able to share some of these things. So I have some things that I probably wouldn't have ordinarily gotten. Um, and the best streaming services. Don't that you I love have, it when your kids share the, share a password? I know, with you? it's cool. Don't you it? feel like it's a real giving thing because you've been giving it to is. them all these friggin' years, and they've given you a password to something that probably would cost you $5 a month, but it yeah, means exactly. so much. It Share exactly your password does. with your parents. Especially yeah, I spent sixty-four million dollars on my children, and I get ten bucks right? a month. You're right. So, right? You yeah. Know, uh, yeah. So I pretty much tested, for the most part, all of these services, and I use them frequently. And especially now when we're home a lot, I'm watching everything. I, I can't even keep track of what I'm watching. Uh, but Hulu, Hulu's a great service. Uh, they have a lot of original broadcasts. Do you use Hulu at all? Yep. We just okay. got the password. Password from my daughter. Happy for There you go. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Hulu's got things like Handmaiden Tale, which is a terrific program. It's a series now starting, I think, in its fourth year. Um, got a lot of, you know, movies and such, original series. I like Hulu a lot, I, uh, frankly, because I'm not paying for it. I'm not, I don't even remember quite how much it is. It's probably in the 8 9 $10 range per month. And they got a lot of good stuff on Hulu. Uh, Disney Plus, which is something I frankly really would never have subscribed to. Um, I like Star Wars. I've seen all the movies in the theaters. So I thought, eh, what do I need Disney Plus? But I have found some fun stuff on there. Uh, I reviewed, I think, last week Aladdin, which I saw on there. Um, and Disney Plus this week I did uh, Maleficent. Maleficent, I think that's how it's pronounced, which I hadn't watched before. And it's, you know, Angelina Jolie and my longtime love, Michelle Pfeiffer. Who still looks amazing? But it's a cartoon. Uh, no, 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 no. It's a no. It's a live. This has uh, real people. Okay. This is real people. Yeah, but yeah, it's not a cartoon. It's an actual. And they did a great job. Disney does really good work with their movies. I have to say. And the next one, I, yes, I'm going to admit, I think I'm going to actually watch Dumbo, which was out in the theaters, and oh, I wasn't about Lord. to go see. The, Things are getting I'm rough you, where you are. <laughs> I tell you, it's, I'm running out of stuff to watch, people. You know, so. Uh, so, you, but they've got a lot of stuff on Disney. They got Pixar. Well, I actually watched Toy Story ooh. Four last week, which was terrific. Let me throw one in. Yeah, because please. The, this wasn't on the list you had, and I'm not. I'm nuts about it. I think it's great. Go to Pluto.tv. Yeah. This is owned, believe it or not, by Viacom and CBS. 
Right. So it's not the CBS All Access, but it's thousands of movies and good movies, and you can watch it free. You can watch yes. it on uh, your Fire Stick, on Android, Apple TV, Cox, Chromecast, Roku, you, you name it, Xbox, iPhone, Vizio TV. It's called Pluto, and it's free TV. They have 250 channels of free TV, movies, TV shows, news, sports, and more. Thousands of on-demand movies and TV shows available to watch on any device. No contract, no bills, no sign-up, nothing. Just start watching. And I think this is genius. And, of course, they're sucking our data. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. But and I think they do have a uh, – there's an add-on. I think if you pay $5 a month, you get more Oh, content. you don't get ads. Yeah, you don't get ads, right. Yeah, right. they get more content. So there is a there is a paid model to it. But for the most part, but you're right. 250 now, Marshall, channels for – I think it's that's fabulous. That's a lot. Now, if you're watching, and I don't know because I've, I've tried so many, they blend together. Uh, does Pluto TV, because they do have ads, if you turn on a movie, are you going to get ads during your movie? Or I, don't, I don't know. I have not watched okay. a movie on it yet. Okay. But I would uh, assume. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, and like I'm seeing on their webpage, they have Star Trek First Contact, which right. speaking of Star Trek, yeah, I've been watching Picard on CBS All Access. And I got to tell you, it's getting better and better. They oh, hooked okay. me. They hooked me again. They and you again. swore you weren't going to sign up for CBS Access, which is the same I thing I so said. I was so pissed. I was so pissed at them that they yeah. were holding my Star Trek as hostage. But, right. hey, it's coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, got to do what you got to do. And they're not making new TV shows. No, not no. So, there's a lot. It's, <laughs> uh, you know, what's very interesting about TV in the pandemic has been that one of the shows that I watch is America's Got Talent. And I like the show. It's a fun show. And they pre, you know, they did about five episodes and they were still, you know, in audience and everything. And then suddenly they weren't anymore. So the audience was gone. They're filming. They're still the four hosts are still there and not, frankly, social distancing, which I thought was odd. But uh, they're doing it without a live audience. So it looks like there may be five or six episodes of shows that were filmed prior to the pandemic. And now you're getting a lot of that happening. All the late, you know, the late night shows are doing it from their homes now. So it's been very creative, I have to say. Uh, but yeah, Pluto TV. Also, Prime Video. Prime Video. You love Prime Video. I got love Prime stuff. Video. Yes, yeah, they've they had some, some terrific stuff. stuff. Everything is blank to me at the moment. But do you remember anything from Prime Video? Well, because they're all blending together. Well, everything Downton Abbey. Yeah. Okay. And when you don't, just as a tip to everybody. Rather than subscribing at, let's say, Hulu's website or even Showtime's website, right. you know, that you want to watch it on your TV, or CBS All Access, for that matter, if you have an Amazon Fire Stick, go to Amazon and subscribe on Amazon, yep. because generally you will get a free 30 days instead of a free week. Right. Yeah, and sometimes right, yeah. the cost is even cheaper. Yeah, I do so, mine through Apple TV, which pretty much gets everything. It's, so it's easy to go to one thing. But I will warn you, because I made this mistake, there was something on Stars that I wanted to watch. And I, I didn't even realize, because we have both Dish and DirecTV, that I had Stars. But I hit a button through, I think it was Amazon, and they signed me up for the seven-day trial, which I didn't want to do. 
And then I looked and said, yeah, and then we'll start charging you 30 bucks a month. I went, wait, what? And I had to go through hoops on the Amazon website. It was Amazon to figure out how to cancel that subscription. It immediately signed. Okay, and here's the tip: the quick way to do that is go on the home page, drop-down menu. If you're on a computer, the top left, there's a drop-down menu. Go to your orders. Go to your orders, and you can cancel it there. Yeah, it was it was a little bit. I actually had to Google how to cancel subscriptions to uh, <laughs> well, and uh, then there's stars. the the old standard Netflix, which everybody has. Right. Love, I still know. love Netflix. It's great. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. am not ever paying sixty five dollars for YouTube TV. No way, no. No, way. me neither. No, I agree. Hey, that's it for us, <laughs> folks. Hey, be safe. Have a happy Fourth of July. Please do not drink and drive. We want you back with us. Have a good Fourth. Hey, and if you're going up to Lancaster to watch those fireworks, have fun. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Wade, and Kurt saying have a happy, healthy, and safe week. We want to have you back next week. This is WS Radio, the worldwide leader in You've been in listening to talk. Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Bye-bye. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenji Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. 
Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect.